Hey, everybody. I uh, just wanted to get out in front on this episode and say that we had more than a few technical difficulties with this episode uh, between computer acting up, microphones not quite picking up well, uh, entire sections of interviews being dropped. Uh, we had some technical difficulties. We also had some scheduling difficulties. Uh, my original intent with this episode was to have uh, Bobby and Mandy uh, in the same room interviewing at the same time. Uh, it probably worked out best that we didn't because the microphones weren't working properly anyway. Uh, but uh, I think that we got some good interview out of uh, Mandy and Bobby. Uh, and so I thought it was worthwhile to put the audio up. Uh, and so I uh, hope that you'll stick around, listen for the two of them uh, as they talk about their love of musicals. And uh, as I stumble through uh, interviewing these two wonderful people uh, who make my life more musical. Thanks. Welcome to Favorite Things with Mark. I'm your host, Mark Burdett, and you are in yet again the trash fire that is this podcast. <laughs> I have my guest with me today, Bobby Brown. Bobby, say hello to the nice listeners. Hello, everybody. Bobby, I uh, I asked you as one of the first people outside of outside of my wife to be willing to talk to me about stuff, and you you pitched me motorcycles. But one I specifically asked you for because <laughs> I I walk by your office all the time and hear you singing is <laughs> musicals. Yes, um, I pitched you a, a definitely the the more rugged masculine thing that that I love to talk about, but um, and we can do that later. But, sure, sure. <laughs> but but really, I wanted to go into something that's a little maybe different. People don't expect to run into Bobby Brown, who is easily one of the manliest looking men I have ever met. <laughs> I who I I walk by his office and I hear Lay Miz being belted. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I would I would I appreciate you saying manly. It's for sure hairiest. Um, but uh, yeah, so musicals have have always been a part of uh, my life since I was a kid, and and I just yeah never uh, never grew through it. I've always enjoyed it. That's all right. It was kind of weird when you were singing Eponine's part, but <laughs> you know whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. so Bobby for those people who may not know you in the podcast and you can get right up on that mic right. so it picks you up better um tell the audience just a little bit about yourself yes maybe your story in like a, a two-minute version yeah so I am 28 years old I am uh, are you I thought you just had a birthday oh yeah that's right sorry <laughs> I just lied to you all I just turned 29 uh thanks Mark for knowing my age um we're real friends yeah <laughs> but uh 29 years old uh my wife Brianna and I have been in Tennessee for about three years now mm -hmm. we have three kids Kai Titus and Leo they are ages five three and one and I currently serve as uh, a youth pastor here in Franklin, Tennessee, mm -hmm. and uh, love my role here. And um, I'm in a really fun season of life where my kids are young, and they think everything is awesome, and they think I'm awesome, and they've yet to realize that I'm just a big goober. Um, Enjoy that time, man. Yeah, I am. I am. Right now, they they tell me on almost a daily basis that they think I'm stronger than Jesus, which is complete heresy, but you know, it's still fun to hear. <laughs> well, well, you are, you are concrete to them right now where Jesus is a little bit more ethereal. And so that's, 
that's one of those debates that as you teach them and train them up, they'll they'll grasp a little bit better. But right now you're dad and no one's bigger than dad. That's right. That's right. They have yet to realize that I am almost average height. <laughs> yeah. So uh, three kids, uh, beautiful wife. Uh, we love Tennessee and we're uh, preparing for a life transition here at the tail end of this year. So Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get into musicals, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. Uh, so my wife and I have always felt um, called by God to um, do ministry in places where um, there aren't so many people doing ministry, yeah. um, going to unreached people. And so we are preparing to move our family to Taiwan, hopefully in August, mm-hmm. um, depending on timeline and, and logistics and everything. But um, we're going there to, to make disciples and um integrate as much as we can into that culture and um, we're really excited for it we're daunted by it and um, but we're just overall just thankful for the opportunity to, to obey god in it yeah that's awesome man. <clears throat> all right so hard left turn out of life callings and impressive <laughs> large mountains in life to to scale sure uh let's go back to musicals which uh are Typically not life-altering, although you might you might speak differently to that here in a second. <laughs> but uh, what's what's your background in musicals? Uh, more specifically, what's the first time you encountered yeah. a musical? Uh, if, and then, if it's not the same story, when did you fall in love with musicals? Yeah, so um, my family... Minus a few people, we are, I guess, musical. Mm-hmm. Um, we we enjoy singing. Um, none of us are proficient really in, yeah. in any instruments, but we all kind of dabble and play around with them. And uh, which is the worst type of musician? I realize that. I can own that. Um, I have and, no musical talent. It's okay. <laughs> so when I was a kid, um, you know, I I was always involved in bigger churches and schools and they always did plays and theater. And Mm -hmm. I always thought it was really cool. I enjoyed like being a kid in the ensemble choir and watching the main characters do their thing. And you got to get right up on that. Okay. And, uh, so it, it really wasn't until probably, um, upper elementary school that I realized I really was interested in theater. Uh And, uh, it was, a um, a school field trip. It was a homeschool field trip, actually. I, I yeah. want to clarify. <laughs> a homeschool field trip to see a play called uh, Stone Soup. I have no clue what it's about. I remember the children's book. I've never okay. seen the musical. Okay, so there's a, a musical, and I remember sitting there, and, and I probably couldn't follow along, but but just listening to the harmonies and the acting and just the, the, the fun and vibrancy of the set, like, I just remember just, like, chills, like, sitting there as an elementary student, just so enthralled with it. And there's this one point where the the actors and ensemble like surprise you and walk from the back of the room up towards the stage yeah. and oh man it just like blew my mind and uh so it was at that that time where i was like generally interested in, hey i might want to try to do this someday yeah and uh i would say that i really fell in love with musicals when um i was probably 12 years old and my parents took our family to see les mis and uh i didn't yeah had no clue what it was but they bought us tickets and it was just a family thing we did together yeah and i sat there as a probably sixth grade student just like in awe of every aspect of it of just going dressing up having fun you know like getting snacks and um just the whole experience and then just 
the voices, like the classically trained voices, yeah. over like seeing Stone Soup at a community theater. Yeah, um, that that's kind of a leap. Yes, it was just next level, and uh, I was just like, I mean, as a kid, like I was crying, like I was laughing, I was mm-hmm. just so excited, and and I loved the, you know, the the choreography of it all, um, and I just, man, I fell in love with it, and uh, that music musical specifically, like. I mean, I still listen to it constantly. You know, yes. I sing it all day long. Can't stop. Yeah, you were you were singing some of it earlier today. Oh really? Yes, <laughs> you were. I didn't realize like I have it. Um, but yeah, so I think that that it was Les Mis just before middle school where um, I got into musicals and um, really I just started acting in general yes. and started doing a lot of uh, acting and competitions and um, various like touring groups. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. I'll tell you a little bit of my history with musicals. So the first musical I remember, I remember seeing a few on television over the years and my mom liked them and they're old, they're Rodgers and Hammerstein. They're very 1960s and they're, I have grown to appreciate them since then. uh, But at the time it was kind of this other thing. Uh, I didn't really start appreciating musicals until I was 19. Uh, I was freshman in college, and there was a cute girl who was a senior in high school who was in a production of Fiddler on the Roof. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you're in, you're in a musical. Oh, I love musicals. That's why a lot of guys get into theater. <laughs> and, and so I went to the musical, and I actually had a great time. I really enjoyed it. Uh, Fiddler is probably my favorite musical overall. Uh, but... I went in and things did not work out with the girl. Obviously, I'm married to a completely different woman. Yeah. Um, but I I went and from that time forward, I saw recorded productions of uh, Phantom of the Opera, saw uh, Les Mis. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I saw the, the concert version of it and I saw uh, the Hugh Jackman-led yep. film, which is epic, epically shot. And then Russell Crowe scenes, and you're like, oh, poor Russell. Yeah, he tried. He tried so hard. Um, but <laughs> and I am so bad. <laughs> poor Sorry, uh, Russell. <laughs> poor Australian Russell Crowe. Uh, he is very successful, and I appreciate his larger body of work. Um, and that was <laughs> that wasn't a fat joke. That was, we love Gladiator. <laughs> hey, he's had some good ones. Nice Guys was fun. Um, but. Uh, He's, he's probably not meant to play that role. Um, but all that said, I've... See, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to butt in for a second. I think he's a great Javert, but vocally he shouldn't play that role. Oh, uh, maybe he would be a good Javert in a non-musical yes, like this. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Um, and can I just say who I think would have been a great Javert in that? I Please. John Travolta. Really? If you can get past the goofy, silly John Travolta uh, and think of him in his advanced years... I can't see it. I honestly can't okay. see it. I, this, this every I time I try to picture it, I picture him at the end of Austin Powers and Goldmember popping up as Goldmember as the big <laughs> shock at the end and being like, I'm from Holland. Isn't that weird? <laughs> and and his Javert just instantly goes to gimmicky if I try to imagine it. That's okay. You can be wrong. Oh, I am. More, <laughs> more often than not, I am. Uh, but... No, I, I've appreciated the theatricality. I've always loved the theater. I've mm-hmm. always loved uh, 
everything that's got a great epic story. And most musicals are epic. They're big. Yeah. Very seldom do you run into a musical that's smaller. And the ones you do run into are so unique and so intimate that you appreciate them for a completely different reason. Right. Hmm. Um, what other shows have you been in? Have I been in? Yeah, in. Oh, in? Yeah. Uh, let's see. I played Jesus um, in a church production of uh, Joy Comes in the Morning, I believe it was called. Okay. Uh, I had a horrendous Charles Manson wig and beard. Um, <laughs> I frightened. My wife is laughing outside the door. Uh I frightened all of the children. How old this, were you? I was I was eighteen or nineteen. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I I frightened all the the children uh, mm-hmm. around. Literally, kids were running around saying, "I don't want Jesus to <laughs> I don't want Jesus to touch me. Don't let Jesus touch me." <laughs> oh man! And uh, <clears throat> it was uh, it having seen pictures of that. I'm like, yeah, that was a mistake. Yeah. Did you sing? Oh, I sang. What songs did you sing? I sang two short songs, okay. uh, and I'm grateful that was it. Can you give us a little bit of that now? No. All right. So, <laughs> nice. So, what what musicals have you enjoyed in the recent past? Uh, in the past few months, a uh, few weeks, what's what's kind of captured your attention? So, honestly, the last few weeks or last few months, I really haven't dives into anything new mm-hmm. um i've kind of rediscovered some that i like yeah. uh, but one that i have listened to i think it was on your recommendation actually hutchback Notre Dame. yeah yeah that was great um it was i was probably like two days i listened to it and uh mm-hmm. yeah it was great um but the ones that i have listened to even though they're not new to me in the past few months um newsies Always a favorite of mine. I've never listened to the Broadway version. I've only ever seen the Alan Menken, uh, Christian Bale-led okay. one okay. from 90. So I prefer the original Disney Christian Bale. Really? Yeah. I I, I love it. Um, mm-hmm. Michael Jackson's choreographer did all the choreography. Yes. Uh, so it's incredible dancing. Yeah. Um, and dancing is an aspect of theater that I absolutely love which many oh, people yeah don't assume about me well it's well i've seen you dance so <laughs> uh choreography is one of those fantastic things a good dance or a good fight any of that well choreographed yeah it makes or breaks a show yeah. um so newsies i've listened to quite a bit um and you know actually which it's funny because i'm not typically but like some disney stuff like yeah we did a series on lion king so i was like stuck on lion oh, king i love lion uh, king but yeah the, the broadway version um i really enjoy and oh, man there's one that i can't even think of it but uh mm-hmm. a guy recommended it to me and i listened to it but man i can't think of the name it was that good um <laughs> super memorable mm-hmm. um and i actually have listened to uh hairspray recently on spotify interesting yeah. i've never done hairspray so um, love it elevator pitch what is hairspray um hairspray is a movie centered in baltimore mm-hmm. um, when their racial tension was high yeah and there's a tv show called the corny collins show and it's a bunch of white kids who dance yeah. and sing, and they're really popular. And a girl joins the show, and she's not your typical TV. She's a little chubby yeah. and quirky. And yeah. uh, she joins the show and really fights for them to be integrated mm-hmm. and uh, wants all of her friends of color to be on the show. Yeah. And uh, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, 
It's great music, uh, really fun dancing. Um, is that the one with John Travolta and Drag? Uh, so the new, the most recent version, yeah. Okay. Got and, and John Travolta <laughs> is in Drag, and uh, he crushes it. Like he's so good. And uh, what's his face? Uh, Christopher Walken. He's in it as well. Oh, I love um, Walken. Oh, I do too. Um, and uh, do your best, Christopher Walken, right now. I <laughs> can't do it really well under the circumstances i haven't had time to prep but maybe at a <laughs> later time it would be better i'm so proud that you did it i thought you were gonna bow out but then you just like, go right into it um yeah so i like the recent version um actually which i feel like it's a sin to say in the theater but like i like the the modernized version yeah better than the original that's okay i think that that they casted it perfectly, and mm-hmm. I think his name is uh, Elijah. I think it's Elijah Kelly, but the guy who plays Seaweed mm-hmm. is phenomenal. Like one of the sickest voices I've ever heard. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Pulling up my notes. Sorry about that. What would you change about musicals in 2019? What what fads have you seen? And this could be in shows, in in the theatrical um, motion picture versions of musicals. What would you change or maybe take away, add? What would you do differently? Yeah. Um, I don't, as far as like stage productions, I don't know. Because I, I love just how different everything is. Like you've yeah. got something like Hamilton that did incredibly well and is like the biggest musical on earth right now. Oh, love Hamilton. Um, and then you've got a lot of different things and that's kind of like a hip hop musical and you've got yeah. more traditional stuff. And I typically enjoy the more like classic style musicals. Yeah. Um, but as far as like the made for TV ones, which I love, I just I yeah. absolutely love. Um, I liked Hairspray and um, yeah, what are some other ones that they've done recently? Uh, Grease, Grease uh, Sound of Music. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what I love about um, those which a lot of people didn't like them. Um, I I only saw Sound of Music mm-hmm. with Carrie Underwood. Yeah. And most of the people I talked to about it just hated it. And I loved it because I wasn't expecting her to be Julie Andrews. Like, okay. I expected Carrie Underwood as whatever her name is in the movie. What's her name? Maria. Is it Maria? Is it Maria? And Sound of Music? Sound of Music? Yeah. Yes, it okay. is Maria. Yeah. Um, and I don't I don't know that I would change anything. I just, like, I'm not a very, like, technical, like, professional theater person. I just yeah. enjoy it. Um, and I just enjoy the variety of it. And, um, yeah, and honestly, like, I don't know that I know too many shows, you know, mm-hmm. to really give a voice to that. Um, but, uh, yeah. yeah. Our, our motto is lovers, not experts. Yeah. Uh, but I do about the, the TV, like, the ones they make into movies. Like, yeah. Hairspray and Les Mis, mm-hmm. I really, really love when they don't edit the vocals. Like yes. Les Mis, it just, it sounds like it would on a stage. Yes. It's not auto-tuned, it's not edited, mm-hmm. it's not prettied up, and uh, I really enjoy that. Yeah, um, it also changes the pace up. Uh, mm-hmm. That is one thing that I really did appreciate about uh, Les Mis. Some people weren't as thrilled about uh, online, but hey. People getting outraged online. What what else is new? <laughs> um, but that almost almost jazz like 
way of operating to where you could get a more natural performance. I mean, Hugh Jackman, he deserved the Oscar nomination he got for that role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I loved it. All right. So um, someone's wanting to get into musicals. Mm-hmm. They're not really into musicals. Mm-hmm. They found out the cute girl they're interested in is into musicals. Yeah. They're like, all right, I need to get on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon. I need to find something uh, or Spotify. What do I get into? If 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 a guy or girl wants to get into uh, musicals right now, 2019, what are the musicals you get them to go into? Uh, if they haven't been into it, um, man... I would just from my preference, I would say watch as many as you can with the the biggest variety. Yeah. And I would recommend a lot of the big classics like Phantom and Les Mis and yeah. um, even some of the more modern big ones like um, Wicked, uh, Newsies. Yeah. Um, but I think if I were to say, hey, if you if you want to like really see a musical and like understand why I love it so much. It would be go and see a live performance yeah. of Les Mis, a, a real performance, yes. not a not a community theater. I mean, not that's not real, but no professional. Uh, yes, Pe- professional. people are getting paid to do this. Yes, absolutely. Um, because for me, that was the one where I just like shook. I was sitting there. I've, I think I've seen it five times. Yeah. Um, and for me, as a believer, it's a message about the law and grace. Um, yes. And that really connects with me. Um, but. Um, you know, I feel like, yeah, that would be my advice is just like, try to watch like five or six that are all completely different and you're going to connect with one type of them. I guarantee you. Yes. Um, but you know, some people like really, really old stuff, mm-hmm. you know, a streetcar named desire and stuff like that. I don't connect with that. Um, yeah. but, uh, yeah. And if you're not into stuff that's more, shall we say, female friendly you can always check out some of the more irreverent musicals like uh dr horrible uh <laughs> or uh you could check out uh, book of mormon if if you want to be if you want to be horrendously offended as a christian uh, <laughs> or uh which we all want to be right <laughs> I, um. I can't think of anyone who's not on fox news who wakes up in the morning and just wants to be offended <laughs> um and man, what's the one I'm thinking of? Oh my goodness, giant Venus flytrap. Oh, Shop little shop of horrors. Yes, Good. that's always an interesting one as well. Yes, uh, I I am glad that they they changed the ending for the movie. I didn't know there was a. Oh, in the end, the plant wins and everybody dies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> brings a tear to my eye. Just the, the artistic nature of that. Well, in in. I do a little bit of writing on the side, and one of the things I can say with absolute certainty, endings are hard. And anytime I see someone pull off an ending that isn't just offensive, I'm like, well done. You ended it. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So uh, uh, now that we've talked a little bit about the subject, I want to talk a little bit about what you're currently supporting, working on. Uh, you're moving towards... Uh, reaching unreached peoples. Yes. Uh, how can how can people be supporting you in this season? Yeah. Um, or where can they reach out to you to yeah, support you? Yeah. Um, so 
my wife and I, like we said, we're we're moving to Taiwan, and it's a uh, a a support based ministry, which means we're living off of the generosity of God's church, mm-hmm. um, the the larger church as a whole. So many people from many churches coming together, um, who also have a, a a burden for the lost like we do, and and uh, maybe a, a heart for Asia. Um, and so we are currently in the partner development phase, is the the term for it, where um, we're just casting our vision with as many people who will listen and asking them to, to pray about what it would look like to join our financial team or our prayer team. Mm-hmm. Um, and if anybody listening does have an interest in that, um, definitely reach out to me. Um, you can go to uh, worldventure.com forward slash the Browns mm-hmm. and our page is there and you can get our emails and stuff from there. Um, or you can just um, email me directly at Bob Boswell. B O S W E L L Brown at gmail.com. All right. So, uh, where can people find you on social media if you wish to be found? Yeah. Um, I am on social media. I don't post a lot. I have a love hate relationship with it. Um, that's okay. But Facebook is, is Bobby Boswell Brown. Um, and Instagram is Bob Boswell Brown. Yeah. Very um, nice. Yeah. And, and you know, social media is mostly just, and I'm here with Mandy uh, for part two of our musicals episode. Uh, Mandy, thank you so much for joining us. Say hi to the nice listeners. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me. Mandy, it is good to have you here. Um, tell the audience just a little bit about yourself, where you're from, what do you do, uh, what's something you're really proud of you've done recently, about two minutes. Okay. So originally I'm from South Georgia, but mm-hmm. I've been in Tennessee for 14 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm about to move to Minnesota. Yay! I currently work at Fellowship Bible as the children's um, elementary director in mm-hmm. Brentwood, but I'm moving to take on a children's director position. And I recently, well, I'm hoping, I recently have written a book. Uh, devotion um, wow. based on poetry. This poetry was something based on fairy tale. This was something I did not know. <laughs> this is something not many people know. Um, that I'm actually hoping to self-publish in about three months. Awesome. Um, I've got all the content written, and I'm talking to a friend about maybe adding a couple of illustration points, kind of like a Shel Silverstein with some black and white illustration cool. going. So that's what I'm hoping to do in the next three months. That's awesome. Uh, so. Transitioning into the topic for today, so there were two people, I just interviewed one of them, that I specifically thought about uh, for this topic of musicals because I will walk by your office at... I'm singing at the top of my lungs. Yeah, at, <laughs> it'll it'll be 9 o'clock at night, and I hear Satan coming down from down the hall, and there is not supposed to be anyone in the building, and I hear singing in the halls. Unlike some people on our staff, I don't believe that the halls are haunted. So I go and I, I check it out. And uh, and Mandy's up there and she goes, oh, you heard me? <laughs> Everyone heard. Yeah, but it was 9 o'clock at night. Yeah. There wasn't supposed to be anybody there. <laughs> it is okay. You are, believe me, you are by far, you are not the worst. And you are... <laughs> You are in the middle to best section, so you are in you are in the fiftieth percentile, moving towards the hundredth percentile. You're doing well. Oh, thank you. We're in Nashville. You weren't going to be in the top oh, three. No, 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 no. Okay. That's okay. 
<laughs> All right. So how did you get into musicals? Uh, if you can tell me and the audience about the time you first re recall encountering them, and then if it's not the same story, when did you really come to love musicals? Okay. So I'm not really sure when I first, I just remember watching plays with my parents mm -hmm. and my brother and really loving it if it happened to be a musical. Mm -hmm. And we would, you know, we would watch movies that were musicals and we would go to plays all the time. Mm -hmm. I can't even remember the first one because it was just kind of what we did as a family. Yes. For family fun. Um, so like, and I used to play songs and make up uh, movements to them because I thought all songs needed like to be enacted. Yeah. So I think that's kind of where that came from. Mm -hmm. um, the first, I mean, I saw a couple of musicals obviously growing up, but the first one that Broadway musical I saw on Broadway, mm -hmm. I had just graduated from high school. My brother was living up there and we went to visit him. We went to see Jekyll and Hyde. And that was the first one I had seen mm -hmm. on Broadway. And I was like on the edge of my seat the entire time. Just like, oh my gosh, this is so great. I want to do this like always. So Awesome. That's really awesome. I, I have yet to see a Broadway musical on Broadway. It's on the bucket list. Oh, you definitely should. Okay. So how are you enjoying or have you enjoyed musicals in the recent past? Uh, what's something that you've fallen in love with or you've worn out your uh, Spotify playlist? Why was it amazing? Okay, so I finally saw Phantom of the Opera on mm -hmm. stage uh, back in November. I had never actually seen that one. So it was really fun to finally see it on stage. And I'm going in two weeks to see Anastasia. Nice. So that's the playlist I've been wearing out to get ready. Awesome. I love that music. Is it based on the 97 animated film? It is kind of. Okay. Um, it is based on that, but of course there's other. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking musically. Uh, have you listened to the Hunchback of Notre Dame uh, or Notre Dame uh, musical? A little bit, but not much. Okay. It's, I think it's a similar thing where they took some of the music mm -hmm. and songs from that, from that particular production and then they mixed in elements of the original story. Yeah. Uh, to give give it its own thing. Which, and I've seen Lion King and um, Beauty and the Beast, and they did the same thing with both yeah. of those. No. I, anytime you adapt something like that, I love that. You were actually telling me about King Kong, the musical. Yes. I went to see that in January with my family. Mm -hmm. um, it was our Christmas together, and it was surprisingly really amazing like mm -hmm. I wasn't really sure how they were going to adapt that for screen my nephew was sitting beside me and at the very end he was like I didn't know that was going to happen I didn't like that <laughs> he was not expecting King Kong to die yeah. but just the way they created the beast on stage and the facial expressions mm -hmm. it was really really impressive awesome and the music the, the voice of the main singer was mm -hmm. pretty darn good that's awesome. Uh, does King Kong sing? Oh, well, that's he sad. He growls a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what would you change about musicals in 2019? What would you do differently? Uh, would you bring in new styles? Would you take something out? What would you do differently to put your stamp on 2019 as far as musicals? Hmm. 
I don't know that I, I don't know. I really, I just enjoy musicals. I mean, personally, I would prefer some of them to be a little less risque. Yeah. But, uh, so that's probably what I would do because you can make them more family friendly. Yeah. Um, because I think that's something that you want to take your kids to. So you want it to be family friendly. Yeah. Something a little bit more broad, um, mm-hmm. where some of them can get, even the more family friendly ones can get a little. What? Yeah, Tense. a little bit. Um, so probably that. But other than that, I just really, I enjoy, and I enjoy all kinds like Les Mis, which is nothing but music. Yeah. And then, you know, Wicked, which is dialogue and music. Mm-hmm. So I like both. Yeah. No, I love that. Uh, so uh, if someone is just now getting into musicals, uh, they've never tried it out you're going to put forward to them, this is a great starting point. What is what is your starting point or starting points that you would guide them towards? First of all, I'd probably ask them what kind of things do you like, and I mm-hmm. would go with a musical that's based on that, but mm-hmm. I would definitely not go with something like Les Mis that is all music because people who haven't really done musicals before, that's a little too much. Um, I would start with something that has a lot of dialogue in it and probably something that's a little lighter. I can't wait to put your interview with Bobby's back-to-back. His was Les Mis. <laughs> yes, no it way. was. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> that's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so what are you currently working on or supporting? Uh, what project, fundraiser, charity, or cause would you like to draw attention to? This episode goes live in about two to three weeks. Um, what can what can we put the spotlight on, put people's attention on? So well, I kind of already told you my project that I'm yes. working on is the book. Um, and really, I'm, I wrote it geared toward older elementary, middle school mm-hmm. girls, um, just to kind of help them understand their worth mm-hmm. and their value comes from Christ and not from the world. And mm-hmm. I, and so I, that's really where my heart is, is, mm-hmm. is helping young girls see how beautiful they truly are mm-hmm. and not compare so much with the world around them. Cool. And you're looking to release that in about three months in the, in the May, July, May, June area. That's what I'm hoping for. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So be looking for that. Um, and should you wish to be found, where can people follow you online? Uh, social media, anything like that, if you wish to be found. I can't be found. Yay! Anonymity <laughs> in 2019! Yeah. Uh, I might open an Instagram account since I'm moving so far away, but even that's really iffy. It's okay. It's overrated. Thanks for joining us this week to hear these two wonderful people talk about musicals. I hope you'll join us again next week as we talk about more favorite things. Uh, As always, be sure to check in on the places that these folks mentioned to uh, support, especially uh, Bobby as he's uh, he is moving his family over to Taiwan and can desperately use your uh, financial and prayer support. Uh, We ask you to also look out for Mandy's book uh, coming out this summer, hopefully. See you next week.